Good day, Lighthouse family. What an honor again to serve you in this Sunday service. What a joy it is to bring you the Word of God uh, today. At napakaganda po nitong araw na ito because this is the culmination of our Bible series. Wow! Siguro kailangan natin i-congratulate ang bawat isa dahil you've done a great job. Imagine mo, you were able to cover from Genesis. Now we are in the last uh, book of the Bible which is Revelation. Pwede mo bang palapakan ng iyong sarili? sa accomplishment na ginawa ni Lord sa ating mga buhay for the last almost two years ng ating pagdidig sa salita ng Panginoon. And I hope you were strengthened. I hope you really uh, learn a lot and at least you have this confidence that you're able to cover from Genesis to Revelation. And uh, napakaganda po nitong topic natin today. No? But of course, many people are afraid about Revelation. Parang bagang when we talk about Revelation, parang, you know, uh, magugunaw na ang mundo and stuff like that that we come into our mind. But, you know, this is a book of hope. God wants to reveal Himself to all of us and He wants us to be uh, wise about the future. Kaya He gave a glimpse of what will happen and allow us to process this so that we can have a better and a strong life in the Lord. Kaya nga po, uh, napakaganda ng sinabi ni John Maxwell, the clarity of the future brings power in the present. At totoo po yun. That's the reason why God is you know, allowing us to see the future so that we can have a strong and fruitful Christian life. And ang ganda po ng revelation as you look at the title, sabi po dyan, the God who makes all things new. I think the title itself should excite you because God is in the process of renewing things and allow the time to mature so that He will be able to bring into pass His plan to make all things anew. At siguro yun lamang po, no? Probably is already a good encouragement to all of you. God is a God who makes all things new. I want us to open our Bible in Revelation chapter 21 verse 5 to 6. Read loudly. Allow the Holy Spirit to stir up your heart as you read this. Allow it to resonate. Mas maganda po yung narinig mo ang iyong sarili para yung iyong pananampalataya ay nagigising sa iyong puso. Let us read Revelation 21, verse 5 to 6. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things New. Also, he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. Wow, what a verse that we can really uh, learn from and feed from. Napakaganda po nung sinasabi ng Panginoon dito. Let us pray so that it will really uh, go into our hearts and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for you are the God who reveals the truth. We're excited about today because we know you will speak to us. You will equip us so that we can have a stronger life, a fruitful life. And today, we're ready our hearts, our mind, our spirit to receive from you. Lord, we know this is a day of revelation. 
And I pray that you will talk to each one of us. Allow your spirit, Lord, to visit every house, every person, so that whatever you want to transmit today, it will be accomplished according to your purpose and will. So, Lord, today we declare this day blessed, and we will be learning, and we will be transformed by the Spirit of God. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Napakaganda po. Ano po? He will make all things new. And God is telling us these words are trustworthy and true. And He's declaring to all of us He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And to those who are thirsty, He will bring the water of life without payment. Kapatid, yun palamang napakaganda ng uh, declaration sa ating lahat. And God is just, you know, uh, telling us the good news of what we can receive from the Lord. But today we will have uh, an, a, a glimpse of the revelation. We'll try to have a summary that will help us understand. Ano nga ba ang nilalaman ng revelation? And I hope you will have a framework of the things that will transpire and it will empower you to live a life that prepares you for the coming of the Lord. You know po ang nais ng revelation, no? na tayo po ay maging prepared, tayo po ay maging handa, at maging malakas habang tayo ay naghihintay sa pagbabalik ng ating Panginoon. So there are seven things that I want to uh, share to you, principles that you can learn or summary that will guide you throughout Revelation. And I like the word, God recreates. But He does. He really does. At yun po yung nakaka-excite. Dahil kung kayo po ay masaya sa mga nangyayari ngayon, God will bring a new thing to all of us. And He is excited to bring that at the rightful time. So, pitong summary that will guide us throughout Revelation. Simulan po natin. First, God recalls His church. The first thing about Revelation is that He talks to His church. Seven churches in particular in this book. Uh, the first uh, three chapters was dealing or uh, dealings about the churches, the Asia Minor churches now called Turkey. Of course, the immediate context is about you know the churches at the time of John, and they were under the empire of uh, Rome, and uh, they are really having a hard time because of the persecutions that they're having. So, the Book of Revelation was an encouragement to all of them. Uh, through John, but more than that, God is speaking to the church as they prepare for the coming of the Lord. At siguro maganda pong pag-usapan natin ito, itong mga churches ito, because the Lord spoke about them, what are the compliments that He gave sa kanila, and what also the complaints and rewards. Maganda po ito because this could represent us as a church, but at the same time, individually, this can also mirror our spiritual life. Nasaan na ba tayo? Ano nga ba? Or baka pwede natin makita itong mga churches na ito. Eh, baka tayo yun. No? As, we speak, as we speak about the Word of God today, we can, it can reveal to us na yun pala yung iyong situation. And God is encouraging them to pursue, to persevere, so that they'll be able to receive the reward which God has prepared for all of them. So simulan po natin itong seven churches na ito and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us kung meron po tayong nakakarelate tayo sa mga churches na ito. Una, the Ephesus. 
the church in Ephesus. At ang ganda ng pangalan, no? the word means desirable. Efficient, desirable. One of the compliments is that they hate the deeds of Nicolaitans. Ito po yung Nicolaitan is a, a, a compromising concept no? na pwedeng chapsuy-chapsuy ang pananampalataya. And the Lord Jesus was telling to the Ephesians, ang gusto ko sa inyo, yan, hindi kayo yung chapsuy-chapsuy na pananampalataya. You really stick to the teachings of Christ. But one thing that God has, or Jesus has a complaint for them, about them is the loss of first love. They were so dogmatic about uh, doctrine, but they forgot the heart of serving God. That's why they were encouraged you know, to overcome this kind of attitude and they will have the reward of the tree of life. Pangalawa, God spoke to Smyrna, the church in Smyrna, which means sweet fragrance. Ah, sarap, no? Sana ganyan tayo, no? Mabango. Pag tayo po'y uh, tinitignan at inaamoy ng Panginoon, ang ating buhay ay mabango sa kanyang harapan. Why? They were rich in good works. Baka ganyan ka. You know, you, you really uh, bless the Lord with your good works in the way you live. At ang ganda po, no? Kaya siguro mabango talaga sila, eh. Bakit? Complain. None. Imaginein mo. Walang makitang complain si Lord sa kanila. Kaya ang reward, sabi niya, the crown of life and escape the second death. The third church is Pergamos. The church in Pergamos. Elevation. Wow. The name means promoted or paakyat. The compliment of Christ sa kanila is that they did not deny Christ's name. Kahit maraming pagsubok talagang pinahawakan nila ang pangalan ni Jesus, but the problem is that the tolerance of Baalism. Ito po yung when you throw curses to, towards your co-believers. At siguro magandang paalala ito. No? Na sometimes uh, in our desire to grow and to promote our churches, we tend to curse other believers. Sinasabi natin na pangit o mali sila o di kaya you know, mas magaling tayo sa kanila. These are the kind of uh, rebukes that God is telling them, don't do that. Yun ang complain ni Lord sa kanila. At ang kanyang encouragement is that if you overcome, you will have hidden mana and then you will have a new name. Ako minsan, parang ano kaya yung pangalan ng Lord na ibibigay sa atin? No? When we meet Him face to face, what will be the new name based on the uh, calling and gifting God has given to us? So those are the three churches. Now the fourth is the Tiatira, perfume of labor. Kanda naman ang pangalan nila, no? Siguro talaga na nakikita ni Lord yung kanilang pagkilos, paggawa. Kaya kung mapansin mo yung compliment ni Lord sa kanila, yung good works nila, yung love nila, yung faith nila, at yung patience nila. Yun lang. Ang complaint ni Lord sa kanila is the tolerance of Jezebel. Jezebel is a teacher who is a good teacher, galing magturo, pero ang buhay ay palpak. No? And hindi nila kinokorek. Maraming uh, sexual immorality si Jezebel, pero dahil magaling siguro magturo, hindi nila nakokorek kasi siguro dahil marami rin na na-attract. Pero God is complaining towards that action. God is telling them, you have to revise that, renew that. Kailangan 
uh, baguhin niya yun. And then the reward, they will have power over the nation. The fifth church that God has talked with are the Sardis. They're the church in Sardis. Those remaining, galing. Yung sila yung nananatili. Wow. Tingnan niyo po yung compliment. Remaining few who are not defiled. Kahit konti na lamang sila, nananatili silang matatag. Yun lang. Ang complaint ni Jesus sa kanila, dead works. Kilala sila na maraming ginagawa, pero sa totoo lang, walang ginagawa. Ang pangit na na, no? So, at maaring, di ba, uh, tayo minsan gano'n, no? Yung pakiramdam ng mga tao, ang dami natin ginagawa, pero pag talagang kinalkal yung buhay natin, wala naman pala talagang ginagawa. At <laughs> ang hirap po nun. And ang encouragement po sa church na ito is that they will have, their names will be written in the book of life. Hindi tatanggalin. Kung aayusin ang kanilang buhay. At napakahalaga nun, you know, na sometimes we feel like we're doing something, pero actually, we're not doing anything. May kilala ka bang ganun? Sa labas lang, sa kwento, sa dami ng sinasabi, para ang daming ginagawa. Pero pag tinignan mo at inanalyze mo ang buhay, talagang hindi naman ginagawa yon para sa Panginoon. So, those were the complaints of the Lord. And of course, the Philadelphia, oh, the brotherly love. Ito yung mga nagpe-fellowship talaga. At ang gusto-gusto ni Lord sa kala, they kept Christ's work. Talagang they love, they embrace what the Lord has done. Ang problema lang, literal strength. Mapagmahal ito pero parang nauubusan na. Nangihina na. And I think that's a good reminder to all of us. Minsan po, dahil sa ating paglilingkod sa Panginoon, ang problema, konti na lang yung strength natin. Kaya konti na lang, bibigay na tayo. Konti na lang, Diba sa dahil buhos tayo ng buhos sa iba, minsan yung ating sariling uh, shalom ay nawawala na. So the Lord is uh, telling this church, you, know, you have little strength, kailangan magpalakas ka. At sabi niya, the rewards, you will be kept in the hour of trial. Meron kang lakas para pag ikaw ay may kinakaharap na. And then in the temple, you'll become a pillar in the temple. Totoo, because they're doing Christ's work. Pero kailangan maging matatag. And the name of God will be written in their life. Wow, ganda. The Philadelphia Church. And of course, the Laodicea. Ganda ng pangalan, just people. <laughs> Tingnan niyo po ito sa screen, di ba? Nakalagay doon, compliment, none. Malungkot ito. Bakit? Nung tinignan ni Lord, walang makita maganda. Tingin nga sa katabi kung mayroong kakatabi dyan sa bahay. <laughs> Diba? Nung tinignan, may maganda, walang magandang makita. Ay, dako, ang hirap. No, no, no. At makikita mo yung complaint ni Jesus sa kanila. Why? Lukewarm. Hindi mainit, hindi malamig. Tabla lang. Spiritually poor, blind, and naked. No? So, mukhang, mukhang kristyano, pero blinded pa rin. At mukhang uh, naglilingkod, pero wala kang makikita sa kanya. Ito yung problema. You know, sabi nung isang tao, wala man na nga akong ginagawa, bakit ako pa ang nakikita? Yun na ang problema, walang ginagawa. At sometimes, we feel like not doing anything is a good thing, but here, the Lord is rebuking them and telling, you're so lukewarm. Sabi niya, overcome that and you will sit with Christ in His thrones. So you have to look at these seven churches. So kung ikaw ang tatanungin, What kind of church represent your life? Yung bang Ephesus, 
yung bang Smyrna or the Pargamos o di kaya yung Thyatira, the Sardis, the Philadelphia Church or Laodicea Church. Kaya ang ganda no sinabi, no? let those who have ears, let them hear. Hayaan mo mangusap si Lord sa atin because that's the beauty. Dahil makikita mo rin sa Revelation, isa sa mga major points niya is that God reradiates His charity. The reason God talked to the churches, Jesus spoke to each of the churches simply because He wants to show His love towards them. And yun naman ang maganda sa Panginoon. Christ's love is our light. Sometimes we are blinded by our own sins or our own misgivings. But Christ's love radiates sa atin. He gives second chance to all of us. Kaya niya kinakausap ang mga churches na ito. Bago pa ang lahat, magsimula muna sa household of the Lord. And that's the reason why He's talking to all of us. Tingnan niyo po yung Revelations chapter 3, verse 19 to 20. Can you read this with me? Sabi niya, Those who I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and open the doors, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Napakaganda, ano? The reason God is talking to His church is simply because He loves them. He disciplines them because He loves them. Kaya po, ang Panginoon ay kumakatok muli sa buhay nating lahat. To prepare all of us. To shake us. To talk to us. Nakaganda po dito. What a promise. Pag pinagbubuksan natin ang Panginoon, sa pumapasok sa ating buhay. Pero I would also say, my dear friends, it's an irony. Jesus was talking to the church and He's outside. Nakakatuwa, <laughs> no? Kumakatok, kausap niya ang church, pero si Lord ang kumakatok sa labas. So, ibig sabihin, merong church, pero ang Panginoon nasa labas. So, mahalaga na pag-aralan natin ito, mga kapatid. Kailangan tingnan natin that God is knocking in our hearts. This applicable sa church, this applicable to all of us. Pwede mo bang gawin to? Yung, you know, as you... Look at that, di ba? Knock at your... Kinakatok ni Lord ang puso ng mga tao. Because He wants them to be prepared. He wants them to be in shape. Kasi seryoso ang parating. And God wants us to be prepared for that. Kaya mahalaga po na you evaluate. Because He wants us to dine with Him. He wants us to have a great relationship with Him. Kaya si Lord, tayo ay kinakausap, nire-rebuke, dinidisiplina because revelation will reveal the condition of our hearts. Ito po maganda sa revelation kasi pinapakita niya rin yung puso natin. Magandang tanongin po as we uh, uh, close the second point. How is your heart? Kung may katabi ka dyan, pwede mo tanongin, kamusta ang puso? <laughs> Di ba minsan ganyan ang magandang tanong ano? Kamusta ang puso? Kaya po tayo natatakot about the future. Some people are very fearful about the future when they look at Revelation because they are away from God. Athanais and Lord, 
ay maging malapit tayo sa Kanya, manahan tayo sa Kanya, makipag-fellowship tayo sa Kanya. The third point that will help us understand the revelation is that God re-enters His chapter. History is His story. And we are being reminded in Revelation that the final chapter belongs to God. Parang basketball lang yan, di ba? Recently, ang Warriors saka Boston, di ba? Tanong kanino ang finals? Kanino mapupunta ang dulo? But here in the Revelation, klaro, the final belongs to the Lord. Yes, we feel like God is not moving, but He is. And in the final time, He will come not as a humble servant, but now as a reigning king. Kaya napaka-exciting po ng uh, revelation because now you will see the glory of God. And let us see what John saw in the vision that God has given to him. Revelation chapter 4, verse 7 to 11. The first living creature was a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. So you look at this, the vision that John saw, the heaven is declaring His glory, His majesty. You know, So He's opening the doors for us to see that the heaven is really, you know, uh, Seeing the glory of God and they're just declaring it. At mapapansin natin, you know, as we continue the verse 9, whenever the living creature gives glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being so you will see here the complete leadership you know the four uh, the 24 elders representing the nations of the world are giving glory unto him so this is the glorious picture of what's happening as the second coming is about to happen Kaya nga po magandang tignan, no? Many people are focusing, if you look at the screen, the tribulation. Do sila natatakot sa tribulation, sa mangyayari? Sabi nila, ang daming hardship during the last days. But you have to see the promise. You know, in First uh, Thessalonians 4, verse 16 to 17, it was speaking about the rapture. When the saints, the living and the dead, will meet Christ in his judgment seat and will be meeting together. Kaya po napakaganda no, no? The saints will meet Jesus in the air, both the living and the dead. This is the prelude for the second coming. Kaya mahalaga po natin, kaya ito po yung sinasabi nilang pre-tribulation. No? And uh, again, may, may marami pong pananaw, merong mid-tribulation, ang rapture, at meron ding post-tribulation. But as you look at this, you know, and our uh, 
pastors, our community believes that uh, it will be pre-tribulation because of the studies. But again, we, we can also uh, look at the principles behind. At mamaya siguro share ko sa inyo kung bakit the other are also possible. But God is just allowing us to see. You know, bago pa ang tribulation, those who believe in Christ will meet Christ in the air. Ito yung in a blink of an eye. Hawakan mo nga yung katabi mo kung nandiyan pa. Baka pagpikit na, <laughs> pagpikit na mata mo, wala na. No? Ganun lang kabilis, no? And people will be surprised na nasan yung kanilang kaibigan, nasan. Because those who believe in Christ will meet Him in the air bago dumating yung tribulation. Kaya mahalagang makita natin ito. The saints will see the fulfillment of their faith. And of course, those who are ready in Christ will meet together as we see the glory of the Lord. Then, tribulation will come. Kaya nga, the fourth principle, God reallows the crisis. From Revelation chapter 6 until chapter 18, nandun na po yung uh, mga details about tribulation. Totoo naman, no? without Christ, talaga magkakaroon tayo ng crisis. And crisis is important because it makes us choose. Uh, in the last, in this time of tribulation, people can still be saved, but they have to decide for Christ. Pero syempre, it will be so hard because they'll be undergoing so much suffering and tribulation. Kaya kung titignan natin, no, as we understand the Revelation chapter 6 until 18, mapapansin natin doon no, that there will be uh, seven years of tribulation. Three and a half years is the birth pains. And then the final tribulation is three another three and a half years. At alam natin in this tribulation, no, the dragon will be released on earth. And the dragon representing Satan. No, and he will have the beast, the Antichrist, that would become the, uh, the person who would lead the government of the beast. Kaya... And uh, again, as we study tribulation from the different uh, theological uh, pers- perspective, napakahalaga po yung three and a half years, no? Uh, as they talked about it, doon ipapadala. And then the beast will mimic Christ. The beast will be the Antichrist. And the second beast will become the prophet, no? So they will receive glory. And Satan will be allowed to wage war against the living saints. Kaya it will be tough for those who will believe in the Lord in this time na uh, they're given a chance to commit their life in Christ. The beast will have control over the government and even the religious sector to de- deceive people. Kaya alam po natin, di ba, na those who will worship the beast, they will have the mark of the beast, which is 666. So we really don't know where, how, but the point is that people would know that they are following the beast. Uh, some theologians says no, that the beast will be part of the restoring the temple of Israel. Kaya maganda rin na natin as we look at the future, we also look at Israel because they will become a very important piece in the revelation of 
the second coming of Christ. But they will be deceived. The beast will be part of the rebuilding the temple and they will not notice that. No? And again, they, the beast will mimic Christ. Kaya marami po ang maloloko, marami ang madideceive sa ganyang pagkakataon. Pero the reign of the beast will be limited in three and a half years. Kaya to better understand what will transpire, magandang makita natin itong illustration po na ito. No? Because in chapter 6 until chapter 18, tatlong seven ang makikita mo. The seven seals, the seven trumpets, the seven bowls. Uh, these are all the things that will happen. At kung makikita niyo po dyan sa screen ninyo, mapapansin mo sa seven seals, di ba dun sa seven, inopen yung trumpets. And then pag tinignan mo naman yung trumpets, yung seventh again, makikita mo naman yung opening ng bowls. So maganda makita mo, kumbaga padiin ng padiin, pahirap ng pahirap, at saka habang dumudulo, doon na-unfold pa yung mga tribulations na mangyayari. So ano po yun? Tingnan natin. Sa seven seals, no? the, the first seal is about deception. Kaya nga sabi natin, uh, many will be deceived. And then there will be wars, there will be famine. The fourth is pestilence. And then martyrdom. The, the, the fifth seal is that Christian will be martyred. And then the greater tribulation. And then there will be heavenly signs. No? Mapapansin natin na uh, heavenly uh, signs will be uh, shown and then the seven, the seven trumpets will start. So, maganda lang na ma-review ito. And Jesus talked about this. Pero this will be a helpful tool for those who are studying what will happen in the future. And then, at the seventh of the seal, the trumpet started. So, ano naman po yung trumpets? So, sa, tr- sa trumpet one, the sound of the trumpet will start and then the green grass and one-third of the trees are burnt up. Imagine mo yan. One-third of the trees in the world will be burnt up. One-third of the sea will become will turn into blood. Ships and sea life are destroyed by fire. So, these are symbols, but you know, even in just practical sense, you see that it will be very hard. One-third of waters will turn bitter. One-third of the sun and moon and stars do not shine. So these are the indicators that, you know, it's really happening. And then the locusts will wild the beast military powers. You know, the, it will be, the locusts will be uh, really destroying the nations. And then 200 million man army gathers to war against the saints and Christ. And then the kingdom is proclaimed. And the second coming will come. So the bowl is are, are represented like the plagues. Maraming mga theologians will talk about you know, the plagues of Egypt and somehow this will also uh, can be related to that. Tignan niyo po yung mangyayari sa final, no? Sa mga bowls, those who accepted the mark of the beast will be afflicted with sore. Dito makikita mo na na yung judgment towards those who follow the beast, follow Satan. Sea turns to blood. All sea creatures dies. Rivers turn to blood. Mankind scorched by sun, yet continues to blaspheme God. 
You have to take note of that. And the beast seats of government will be impaired. So God will judge the government at that time. And the Euphrates is dried up. World armies gathered to Armageddon. And then the seventh bowl, the earth, the earth will utterly be shaken. Kaya mahalagang makita ito na these are the things that will transpire. Grabe, no? This will be very, very, very hard. Kaya nga ngayon palang kinakatok na ng Panginoon ang bawat nila lang so that you know they will be safeguard from this uh, tribulation. God is already in this, in this season, in this portion of Revelation, God is already unfolding His judgment to the nations. God will be a great judge. Pero surprisingly, after the tribulation, instead of people repenting, they blaspheme God. Kala mo, no? Dahil sa maraming tribulation, hindi, no? Lalo pa nilang sinusumpa ang Panginoon. Kaya, mahalaga yung fourth of the summary, God retakes His countries. His nations. Kanya yan, eh. At the perfect time, the Lord Jesus will return and it will be glorious as a reigning king, as the, arm, the head of the army of the host. And all we know that He returned to judge the nation. Kung yung rapture tahimik, the return of God, the return of Jesus, the second coming will be glorious in everyone. Say the word everyone. Everyone will know that He came. Revelation 19 says that, you know, you can see that in the Revelation 19. Kaya mapapansin natin yung, yung theory about the post-tribulation. Uh, Dito natin makikita. Why? You know, as you look at the screen, di ba? Jesus will be uh, coming as a reigning king. And of course, those who died because of martyrdom, they will also be raised up as part of the army of Christ. So, tribulation saint, as we will say. You know, so, probably that's the reason why uh, some see the post-tribulation uh, kind of rapture. But in any way, the point is that those who believe will always be with Christ. Kaya mapapansin natin in the principle is that God re-enables His covenant people. So God said that we will reign with Him. So as you look at the screen, you know, Christ, when He returns, He will have a reigning uh, millennial 1,000 years in his kingdom. So he will reign over the nations and Satan will be bound for 1,000 years. He'll be thrown to the pit, bound for 1,000 years. And then God will establish his great white throne. We will all see uh, his great white throne and the bride and the lamb the marriage of the bride and the love, His church and Christ. And then the book of life will be open. Kaya mahalaga itong portion na ito because Jesus will always uh, remind His disciple, make sure that your, life, your name is written in the book of life. The book of life will, has a record of all our lives. 
and will be judged accordingly. Kaya those who died in the, in the many years since the day of, of uh, the beginning, doon nakasulat, and those who are written in the book of life, they will have eternity with Christ. And those who do not have, they'll be thrown to the lake of fire. And of course, uh, as you look at the screen, makikita natin, di ba? temporarily, uh, Satan will be released to just deceive more nation to fight against Christ. But ultimately, as their judge, they'll be thrown in the lake of fire with those people who are, whose name are not written in the book of life. These are important truths that we should ponder about. And then after that, eternity with Christ will begin. Kaya the last principle, my dear friend, is that God restarts His creation. In Revelation 21, new heaven and new earth will be established. The old earth will pass away. Revelation 21, 1. And new heaven and new earth will be established. Kaya mahalaga na makita natin ito that God has prepared something for all of us. Na I was in uh, Boracay po last few weeks uh, and visited our Lighthouse Boracay and have time with the discipleship group and have some ministry. Pero when I was just sitting in the, the beach, you know, I was just pondering about the goodness of God. What a beautiful life. Sa kabila ng marami tayong tribulation, ang ganda ng buhay, how much more the new earth the new heaven. That's why the Bible says, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, but God has prepared for those who love Him. Kaya mahalaga na you are part of this eternity. Tingnan niyo po, yung in a personal level, look at this. In Genesis, earth was created. In Revelation, earth will pass away. Sun shines during the day, but in Revelations, no need for the sun because Christ will be the light. God will be the source of light. And then darkest, darkness called night in Genesis 1.5. But in Revelations, there will be no night. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 7, sin entered earth. But in the new earth, new heaven, there will be no sin. God cursed the earth, Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 to 19. But in eternity, there will be no curse. Death entered the earth. In Revelation 21.4, there will be no death. Man lost access to the tree of life in Genesis chapter 3, verse 24. But in Revelation 22.14, free access to the tree of life. Sorrow and suffering entered the earth. Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. But in Revelation 21, verse 4, no more sorrow. I don't know how this change, this new thing, this transformation that, that eternity brings speak to you. But in our life, you have experienced all of this. But in the new things that God will reveal, 
God will give to those whom he loves will be glorious. So as I end, God recreates. Revelations can simply be summarized in these few principles. God recalls his church. He talks to us. He rejects his charity because he makes sure that his love will convince us to prepare ourselves. And then he enters his chapter in a glorious way. He seems silent, but he's not. He's preparing for his glorious chapter. He allows the crisis because crisis will allow us to think or to prove our allegiance. And our hope is that we, our, our faith will be solid in Christ. And he takes his country because all nations shall bow down before Christ. All nations belong to the Lord. And he enables his covenant people, both Israelites and the Gentiles, whom he loved. And then he will start his creation after he has judged everything under heaven and earth. So, God recreates. Can you tell that? God recreates. Anong kailangan natin gawin? Simple lamang. One, if you know this will be the future, prepare for it. Hindi tinago sa atin ng Lord ang mga dapat natin gawin. Ihanda natin ang ating buhay. Ilapit natin, isuko natin sa Panginoon ang ating buhay. And make sure you receive Christ because He is the way to eternity. And for some, we have to persevere. Marami tayong pagsasubok, pagsubok na darating magpatuloy ka lang. And sometimes, even our lifetime will become a, a trial for us. Magmanatili mag, mag, ka lang hanggang dulo, hanggang kamatayan, and continue to preach the word. Because God desires that none should perish. Kung tayo, secure tayo, we have hope now. As we hear this, nakita natin how the Lord will, you know, allow us to enjoy eternity with Him and how He safeguards us from all the tribulation that will happen. Napakaganda, no? Pero the goal is that we bring more people into eternity. That's the reason why Christ died for all, for the world, so that none should perish. So these are the things that we should consider and ponder upon as we end. So kapatid, let's read again as we close. Revelations 21, verse 5 to 6. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. Can you tell that? It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And to those the thirsty, I will give from the spring of water of life without a payment. What a beautiful reminder that from the beginning until the end, God will be in His throne. He is the Alpha and Omega. He has a great plan for all of us. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope, eternal hope, and a glorious future in Christ. So maybe you're here today, and as we end, you know, 
I want to remind you, God has the ability to make all things new. Sometimes you are in a position that you feel like, you know, the old and the present is so terrible. It's so hard. But I can tell you, you know, as you put your faith in Christ, He will make things anew for you. Just allow your life to be in the hands of the Lord. You know, and I, and I, I see you know, sometimes we feel afraid of what will happen. But today is a good day to say to the Lord, I trust you. Because you are the Alpha and Omega. You know the beginning, you started, and we know that you hold everything until its end. So today, my friends, encourage your faith. He is the Alpha and the Omega. God is holding us. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. And maybe you're thirsty today and you feel like you know, you're longing for truth. You're longing for something. God wants to tell you today, He is the living water and He will give it to you without payment because you already paid the price for you. So what you need to do is just receive from the Lord. Maybe you're seeking you know, for fulfillment, for significance, for purpose. You know, you feel like, is this it? Well, the Lord wants you to be filled with His life. And the last encouragement to you, my friend, maybe you're in tribulation today. You feel like everything is tough for you. Life is so tough. Life is so hard. You know, you, it seems like you don't need the second, the, the, the tribulation in the future because now you feel like everything is falling apart. But I tell you, you will triumph. The glorious king will triumph because your king will be victorious because that's the design. That is the story. The last chapter belongs to our God and he will reign and you will reign with him if you will not give up. So persevere, my dear brothers and sisters, because your king is a victorious king. Would you do that? As we close this book of Revelation, may the Lord give you confidence that you will triumph until the end. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you that you are the Alpha and Omega. Thank you, Lord, that you are the reigning King, Lord Jesus, that you are victorious, that you already know the future. That's why you encourage each one of us. You're knocking in our hearts because you want us to give our lives to you and you to us. And today, in the name of Jesus, Father, would you allow your strength? Would you allow, Lord, your wisdom to be upon my brother? Lord, if there's fear, there is struggle, there is, you know, uh, they lose their strength in the name of Jesus, allow them to triumph. Because, Lord, you are a triumphant God. And today, we receive our triumph from you. We know, Lord, life is hard, but you will reign. You are sovereign. And we will become victorious. So Lord, today I speak your victory to each one of us. As this word says, Lord, come Lord Jesus. Because we're excited about your coming. But as we prepare, as we persevere, as we preach, Lord, give us the grace. But we will declare that soon you'll be coming. And all of us will become victorious in the Lord. We thank you and we honor you. And we declare this day blessed. Because you are with us. In your name, Jesus. 
Amen. 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 Why don't you give an applause to our Lord? And may the Lord be with you. May the Lord strengthen you and you triumph over your tribulation. God bless you. See you next week for our uh, new series. God bless you. Ingat po kayo lagi.